what's up what's good and welcome back for another episode on the glow up i'm your host glow and we're gonna talk about what needs to be talked about on air spilling all the tea holding back no punches what's up what's good y'all it's your girl glow and we are back on the glow up with another episode this week we got nana as our guest of the week and today we will be discussing milfing and excelling at motherhood she is doing a great job and i would love to get her perspective as we all go through different phases of our human experience but as a mom this shit hits us hard and she is doing a damn thing so we are here. I want all the tea. I want all the <laughs> advice. And she's going to let us know. We are going to talk about a lot of different things. So let's talk about it. What's up, Mama? How are you? How you been? Thank you so much for being a part. I'm excited. Yeah. You're popping my uh, podcast cherry. Oh, oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. It's exciting. All right. So we here. We're here to talk about it. Our topic is effective mothering while milfing so when you see that topic what do you think that means what does that title mean to you and how are we gonna um talk to our audience about this title how you want to bring it in i think the way that i'm just gonna talk about how i handled um entering motherhood in the beginning and where i've gotten to thus far okay because i've only been around a little over six years pushing seven um and there was a, a a period of time in the beginning where, like every every mom does, you just get a, a feeling of just being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. Right. You don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. You don't know how to balance your quote unquote normal life prior to motherhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then after a while, you get into a little bit of a rhythm, yeah. and you're figuring things out. And then they get older, and it's a, another level that you're having to conquer. Okay, awesome. I'm at four. I'm at level four. Well, my, Mila's six, okay. um, and right now, the current phase, I th- it's not the hardest one, I will say that. Okay. I think that you made it out the woods, because them terrible twos... Oh, the, listen. They mm. terrible for a reason. Yeah, they, they do be hard. They do be real hard. Um, but right now, it's difficult, because Mila's in a phase where she is very emotionally intelligent. Wow, okay. And she's getting to that point where, you know, like before you could tell your kids something, like, oh, we can't go to the to the store because they closed, but they wasn't closed. Right. My daughter knows the hours of that store. She's aware. So she'd be like, mom, Target is not closed. The sun is still up. They're like, <laughs> don't play with me. Like, okay. she, she challenges me. Right. But it's kind of refreshing. In a good way, yeah. In a good way. She's not that. disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. my biggest thing was, like, when, once I found out that I was pregnant, I had to reflect on my childhood. Okay. I had to reflect on my mother's way of raising me and my father's, you know, role in my life and what what worked and what didn't for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom had me at 16. So, obviously, that wasn't ideal. There's a difference. Like, she was still a kid. Yeah. But I vowed because of, you know, my upbringing. I'm like, I am not having no kid. I, I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was... Get into going into college the summer before I was starting college. Damn, I held on to that shit for dear life because I was so scared of being 16 and pregnant. Yeah, no, Rochelle, I lost my virginity day too for the same reason. My mom had me really young as well. Yeah, and mind you, my mom did a fantastic job because right. I turned right. out the way that I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not on drugs. I think you're pretty great. I th- thank you. you I are. think you're pretty great too. Oh, so shout out to young moms that okay. did a good job. Did the damn thing. Um, I, I I think I just took my mom's trauma and I took her mistakes. And I learned from them, which right. is what you're supposed to do. Um, and my, I feel like my parenting style is I don't try to coddle my daughter from mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. If she asks me hard questions, I answer them to the capacity that she can accept at her age. That's hard, though. It's very hard. Right. That's what I'm saying. This age is challenging because I'm having to... She'll ask... The other, like, a couple of weeks ago, she asked me, she was like, um, Mommy, can you and my dad get married? Oh, um, so yeah, she, she dropped a, a, a bomb over Baghdad on me and she was like, mommy, you know, can you and my dad get married? Mind you, me and her father have been separated well over three, like it's always hard to calculate them baby daddy, baby mama's relationships. <laughs> it's like, you don't know when they start and when they end. So that part, I'm going to say, cause he has a girlfriend now and no disrespect to her. So I don't want to 
throw him under the bus. I love a that little face. over two and a half years that we have been like completely done with each other. Um, and Mila's going through a phase where it's like she wants to have she's ha- we have shared custody of her, okay. so she's split between us both. Right. She hates that. Mm-hmm. Like she'll call me and be like, "Mommy, um, I miss you so much." Like she just wants to have us both there, so where she doesn't have to share yeah. time. Oh, that's probably hard. So on her. it's hard on it's hard on me yeah. because it's like I don't want to like I. I agreed to shared custody, even though I prior to that I was the the primary caretaker for her. Mm-hmm. I did everything. I was you know with her twenty four seven. There was a six month period that her father um, was living with his best friend because when I left him, he couldn't afford the bills. Okay, we'll get into the men that want a woman to be okay with them cheating but can't provide. Bitch, I was paying half the bills. Look, I left and you couldn't. You was homeless. <laughs> but you want to cheat? Help. No. You know what? I'm gonna change my mind on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna retract on on what I said previously. If you wanna cheat on me, at least trick for something. Can you have can she help pay the bills? <laughs> that part. You know that was part of the conversation, you know? Um help me help us. You know, that was what Listen, it was if if sis wants to help pay these bills that part. You know what? As long as I don't find out about it, I might be okay with it. But if I'm out here covering half of the bills, yeah, and you're out here just you know, yeah, that's the problem. Soiling oats all <laughs> all over the place. Swinging dick. Like, and you want me to be at home? Like, welcome home, honey. <laughs> Do you want some more? Like, no. <laughs> you know, I feel that definitely. I feel that because men out here will definitely be um, swinging dick at no cost and not be doing what they're supposed to do. Like, you gotta. Pick your poison. And I think that a lot more men have to come to the realization that, um, especially men with money, let me specify. Okay. Because they, I, I always um, put, put this to as a, a way to compare and contrast. Women that are of a certain standard, mm-hmm. and I, we, I just mentioned this, like I call them the BBL squad. Women right, that have right. a certain aesthetic and look to them, okay. or a certain career, like strippers, bottle girls, hookah girls, whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll attract a certain kind of man, and then that kind of man is looking to attract those kinds of women with their right, money. Right, right, So it's like, you guys have that understanding, and you know, for me, what, what was the biggest smack in the face for my daughter's father is like, you're not even out here pulling people badder than me. Right, <laughs> They usually don't. And for me, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you're not. This is not benefiting me. I could understand if if you are the breadwinner, I might shut the fuck up. Yeah. I might. Might. I might. might I might. Heavy not. on the mic. <laughs> like emphasis on the mic because I might. Like I really would might compromise. I might compromise, but it's like I, we were talking about earlier. You have to come into things with a disclaimer. Right. You can't spring this on me. Yeah. You know, mid relationship and say, "Hey, I want to just go out here and be fucking on whatever want to fuck on me." And well, wait, do you think that they have that intention? Like, do you think that men really have that intention when they go into relationships? Because you know, it's all glitz and glamours in the beginning. You get in everything you want from you know, like so. I don't think they really go in with that intention. I I think that there was something that one of my friends said to me that I do believe to be really valid, and he said. Men will know within the first few months what category they're going to place you in in their life. Whether they want to make you your girl, whether you're going to be a sneaky link, whether you're just, you know, something to fuck on. They already know off of conversations and dates and vibes. Like, they know where they're placing you. Okay. I do firmly believe, based on other conversations that I've had with men that are very open, that they are sexual beings. And sex for them is different than it is for us. Okay. They could go and fuck on somebody and never talk to that girl again. Yeah. They'll see her in the street, and they won't even chuck her a deuce mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was just an act for them. Right. Like, it's nothing to them. And they want us to be understanding of that. Like, yeah, fuck that girl. I don't mean, she don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. If she means nothing to you, you're, but you're still putting your relationship with me at jeopardy. Yes. Yeah. You're still, like, for me, my biggest thing is... They don't even think like that, though. No. And that's the thing. Like, they look at it as like, oh, you're, an, you're emotional. This is just... This is just, you know, a means to an end for me. This is just something for me to do. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that you are jeopardizing my security, my um, self-esteem, right. my body? Because let, let you bring something back home to me. That part. No, for real. I have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have, a, I have a right to decline on that. I have a right to be like, you want to be out here doing you? 
I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, you do. You do. We all do. And it's actually sad the the amount of men that um, you know, don't even realize the emotional burdens that they set on their relationship and their woman because they just see it as just the fuck. Like where for us, like it is deeper than that. I mean, we also have to be accountable that we are emotional and we do take things, you know, um, way more seriously than what the guys may intend for us mm-hmm. to take them. But truth to be told, when you're in a relationship, like you have to be willing to take the good with the bad and be able to meet your partner halfway. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men don't really understand the um, depth of true commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that that's where it starts. Like being honest, being open, um, being true to your person. Like if I'm coming into a relationship, like I want to get married, I want to have kids. I want this to be long-term. Like, why the fuck would you ever think that a couple months in I'm going to be okay with finding out that you giving my attention, my love, my, you know what I mean, to somebody else, whether it's just to get the pussy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's an issue. Like, but they don't have the, whether they don't have the mental capacity or they don't put the time or the effort. They don't have the, I don't think, I think what it comes down to is that they don't have the desire to fully understand where we come from, but they expect for us yes. to have that understanding. Yes. And it's like, again, my biggest thing, you know, is reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. don't do anything to me that you don't want me to do with, to you. Right. Because, regardless of Regardless of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing, like, Mina's father, he didn't realize, like, me and him, it got, it became extremely toxic because, bitch, I return energy. Okay. That part. Mm-hmm. I have returned energy. The only thing that I never did and it's because I couldn't. It's because I was home with the baby. Mm. It stay out all night, like he used to do to me. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I tried one time. Fun. I disappeared for a few hours. Did not answer his phone calls. He, I don't know where the hell he went. He came the next day with the baby. Look. I was blowing him up. Like, you took my daughter? And he was like, you wasn't answering the phone. And it, they do that shit with ease. And he was just looking at me stressing. I was smoking cigarettes, bitch. I didn't even smoke. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? You know, but, you know, with, with him, it's like he was cheating on me. He was a security guard. He was messing with bottle girls, hookah girls, whatever girls, drunk mm-hmm. girls. I don't fucking mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And I found out that while I was pregnant, he's, he cheated on me with his other daughter's mother. Wow. I found that out recently. And th- me and him went to co-parenting therapy last year. Okay. Before, we, uh, before I agreed to, full co- to shared custody with him, I'm like, we need to go and resolve some issues because I don't want my, our daughter to feel the, like, carry the burden of our, like, our Drama. beef with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was the one That's thing that smart. I, I was not, we did co-parenting, we had six sessions. Okay. We only made it to five. So the six sessions, was it like monthly, weekly? Bi-weekly. Okay, that's not bad. It wasn't bad. Um, I mean, even though you made it to five, that's a lot We made it to five because I didn't even reschedule the sixth one because I'm like, at the time, I felt like nothing came of it. Okay. But now that I can look back on it, I spoke my piece. Mm -hmm. A release. I I got to let it all go. And even though he was, as per usual, he wasn't uh, like... He wasn't um, responsive. Was he receptive? He, not even that. He wow. like he was responsive to certain things where he felt like he was. Being his biggest thing was like, there's no accountability. Like from you or for, him? From him. Like okay. you did these things. I did not do that. Oh yeah. And it's like oh that burns me. I up. have proof. Mm-hmm. I have messages. I had. I used to. It got to a point in our relationship that it was so toxic, and there was a uh, gaslighting. I say that. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I started recording. Wow. Conversations. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not crazy. You are not going to make me feel crazy. I know that you said this to me. Maybe you were too drunk to remember what you said, but I know you said it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And once I started recording conversations, that was the beginning of the end. Isn't that crazy that you even had to go to those expenses? Mm-hmm. Like, to remind yourself that you're not the one losing it. Like, it's so hard being a woman. Mm-hmm. It's so hard being a mother. Like... And going through these experiences, like, and even just listening to you, like, talk, like, it's so saddening and disheartening that, like, we have to go through, go through so many loops and go to the extents that we go to just to ensure that we're not crazy. We're mm-hmm. not the ones losing it. When in all reality, like, it, it's these men that, like, really just, like, spin the top on us. And, and I, I think the hardest thing... Um, I suffered from severe postpartum depression. Okay, I'm sorry. I um, didn't get diagnosed until I was out of the relationship because it then transferred to just regular anxiety and depression. Wow. 
So I didn't get the help that I needed during that time frame because I was busy trying to fix my relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, he would say hurtful things. Like, there was one time he was working security. Of course, he's around the BBL baddies. Like, (laughs) he out here, you know, I just gave birth to our baby and my body's recovering and I can't do my hair because I don't have, I'm not sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I, one thing about me, my hair, my nails, my toes are always done. If you've ever seen me with it not done, a bitch is stressing and struggling. Listen, real shit. Real shit. I'm on on some shit if you ever see me without. Uh Because there's no excuses. My cousin does hair, my sister does nails. If I'm busted and disgusted, (laughs) bitch, I'm I'm stressed. Never busted and disgusted. No, that's what I'm saying. I I let myself go because I was just so consumed in making our house clean and cooking his meals and being a stepmom to my bonus child and being Mm -hmm. a mom to my child and I was so overwhelmed. And he's like, you're not the same. And I'm like, no, duh. What do you want from me? Right. What more? I've given you every, I gave you my body to, to carry your child. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm giving you my sanity at this point. Right. right. And I had, I had a wake up call and it was the day before my 30th birthday. Um, I, I went to get my nails done with my sister and she looked at me. She said, do you have a black eye? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do. And she looked at me and she was like, is this how you want to go into your 30s? This is this is how you want to go into your 30s. She was like, I I don't think that you should. Mm -hmm. She's like, you you got to get out of this because you're she's like, I don't know. I look at you when you come to get your nails and I don't know who you are. She's like, you're light. Like people always say I walk into a room and I bring this type of energy with Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It was my I was it was snuffed off. Like it was snuffed out of me. I didn't have any light. I'm sorry. But no, but that was like the beginning of where I'm at now. Right, right. So I don't look at, if anything, I thank my daughter's father. Mm-hmm. Because the night, the light that he snuffed out, I reignited it. And it's brighter than yes. it was before. Yes, it is. Let me tell you. Let's talk about it. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful that I can be the kind of mother that I am now. Mm-hmm. That my mental health is well taken care of. Right. And, right. you know, one of the topics that I wanted to talk about with effective mothering is having balance, okay. having a good, uh, self and a self balance between what you need for you and what you're giving to your child. So you believe that balance is a thing? Yes. I, it, I, I struggle with the notion of like really having balance, like having balance for me in general in life is difficult. So when people talk about balance, I genuinely ask that, like, you know, do you really believe balance is a thing? Because we're always trying to find different things that we can change, things that we can do better, mm-hmm. things that... So, like, do you do you believe that we can ever really find that balance in life? Yes, I found it. Okay. And it was a lot of trial and error, as it is with everything else in life. What I, are some experiences that you have had, and what advice could you give me or other women out there that seem to... I don't... I can't... I, I, I have a hard time... Seeing the balance in life. Like, so I would like for you to enlighten me because I'm struggling with that. I mean, first and foremost, I didn't have, um, I I feel like mothers um, are forced into certain situations within their friendships and stuff once they become a mother. Yeah. It's like, you have to find a mommy tribe and that's your new tribe because all your other friends just don't get it. Mm, Yeah, that's They don't get it. And I went through a seclusion period, which added to my depression because all I wanted, can you, can somebody just come check on me? Yeah. Can somebody just sit with me and just talk about stuff that's not about children? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. somebody, anybody, Yeah. you know? And once I, like I said, the day before my 30th birthday, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I went home. I was driving. And I called my sister. I had just left her. I called her and I was like, are you able to meet me at my house that I shared with him in two hours to help me pack? Wow. And she was like, yes. And she was dating a cop at the time. She's like, I'm going to bring him with me. And I so was like. You were, so you were serious? I was dead ass serious. A and it just, was it just a light switch? Like it was what? a switch. It was in that, while I'm looking at my sister, and I still have a permanent black eye. I have to put concealer on it. He busted a blood vessel. Wow. So that is a reminder. Every time I'm covering it up is a reminder. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, people look at him, and I'm, again, I will never back facts and talking shit. Right, 
Right. I will never, this is the father of my child. Right. I could have pressed charges because that was not the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I never did because I was not going to ruin his life, even though he ruined his life or had the potential to do so. Right, right. Um, and looking back on it, I, I take full accountability and responsibility for my part in things. Mm-hmm. I, again, when you're being ghastly and when you're, you're being mindfucked and when you're going through depression. Literally, sometimes taking accountability is just that. Just admitting yeah. that you stood too long. Yeah. Like, so people don't, people always think accountability is um, saying that you did something wrong. When sometimes it's, it's literally just admitting that you stood too long or that you were too nice or mm-hmm. that you were too giving. Like, yeah. And I think that that's really an uh, exceptional point that I don't know if you were about to make it or if I made it. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. The wine, the wine, the wine is hitting. It's, it's um, both. Regardless, I want I, I want to make sure that that point doesn't go um, unnoticed. That like sometimes taking accountability does not have to ne- like be negative. No, like not at all. And you know I. I, I thank him. I think there's no animosity. Like I, I took time to heal from all of that. I went to the trauma specialist okay. because I needed to really, like I was in denial of a lot. I was like not, I, I had to play a video that I recorded to my trauma specialist. Wow. Like I, I recorded something because I'm like, he makes me feel like I'm crazy. Like I literally felt unhinged. No. Yeah. And he would tell me, you're crazy. And I'm like, I think I am. Mm-hmm. But I was, n- other relationships that I had, e- like even now people that have known me forever, mm-hmm. they'll never be like, Nana's a violent person or she's a nasty, vindictive person or she, not one, he's the only person that can say that about me. Yo, it's a gift like that. The it's only like one. That. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to allow him to, to, you know, categorize me. And it's like, you brought that side out of me. I couldn't flourish in my femininity. I couldn't flourish in being a first-time mother. Yeah. Like, poor Mila had to see me crying all the time. And that's difficult um, when you're trying to um, excel in other parts of your life. And you're just, like, so consumed with all of the things that are taking from you, like it's just taking and taking, like how do you, like, how, that there is no way to balance that. Like how can you balance that? Like you have to literally get out of those situations because there's no room for yourself when you're over um, stimulated by all of the toxic. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I was already suffering through postpartum. My pregnancy with Mila was very hard on me. Wow. Like, physically, I lost, like, 30-something pounds because I couldn't keep any food down. Um, I went for an ultrasound or uh, a checkup for her, and they said that the left side of her brain was enlarged, so I had to go for further testing to find out what that meant. So, it was hard. And all the meanwhile, my daughter's father was working two jobs, one of them being security, and I was home alone a lot. Yeah. That's hard. So, like I said, a lot of it took a toll on me. And back then, I had no balance. It was like my man, the family, the house, Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. My man, the family, the house. And it was just like one infinite loop of responsibility. Yeah. And I didn't have, I lost myself. He's like, oh, you need to go out, you know, with your friends. And I'm like, what friends? Right, right. I don't have any right now. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know who I am. Yeah. I lost my identity. Like that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so the last few years have just been like that. The day that I left was the day that everything started. Okay. It was like something so ended. Back. I went to the house. You packed your stuff. Uh huh. Um, I went to my mom's house to pick Mila up, and I looked at my mom and I was like, "I'm gonna go home and pack." And she was like, "What?" I'm like, "Can I stay here until I figure out my next move?" Wow. And she was relieved. Oh my god! She was like, I got yes. the chills. She was. She hated him after he laid his hands on me. Like she got in his it's face. A mother's intuition. She's like, I'm gonna beat you. Like she wanted to kill him. Who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. As a mom now, yeah. I was like, I w- I probably would have. Yeah. You know. So looking back, it was like, you know, my mom was relieved. I saw it in her face. She was like, yes, yes, like mm-hmm. yes, like of course. And my sister met me at the house. That was probably so comforting for you. It. It was a, I was feeling so much. I was yeah. numb. It wasn't until weeks later that everything set in. And then a new uh, obstacle pop- popped up. Okay. So I left. I packed. I literally, 
Mind you, I helped make that house a home. Mm-hmm. I picked mm-hmm. up the furniture. I had the decor in there. One thing about me is I get my Martha Stewart on, okay? okay I'm the Pinterest queen. <laughs> I will I decorate the shit out of the house. And, you know, I walked in and I, I packed mine and Mila's clothes. And that's it. Damn, you was ready. The furniture that I picked out stayed. Like, the entertainment system that I bought stayed. Mm-hmm. Like, my pots and pans, my favorite Oya. Matter of fact, let me, I don't need that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I'm not taking none of that. Yeah. I don't want anything that's going to remind me of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I left, and three weeks later, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment. By the grace of God, wow. three weeks later, I was in a... I had been saving for months. He didn't know that. For... Because you were ready to I go. just... I was ready to go, but I wasn't... I didn't take the leap. Yeah. I was just saving. I'm like, let me just put this money away, you know, and I was just putting money aside, putting money aside, and my grandmother helped me with the rest wow. when I found an apartment. My grandma may have an apartment, but I have to pay for first, last, and whatever. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. She gave me the difference, and then my whole family, my village, my uncle showed up with a TV. Amen. Look at like, that. they all came through yeah. and furnished my apartment and helped me build the furniture and helped me, you know, get everything together. And that was the beginning of my new journey. And how old was Mila? Mila was two. Wow, look at that. Mila, it was literally a month after her second birthday that I Damn. left. Because her birthday's 9-9, nine, nine, mine's 10-10. Ten, ten. Look at that. And I left him on 10-9. Like that's the, lit. Well, listen, like, that's a step, and that's a story to fucking tell. Ooh. Like, we not even... I mean, then we halfway through our episode, and that is a story to tell, and it literally takes a lot to um, really pick yourself up off the ground in those circumstances, mm-hmm. because from what you're saying, like, you were still unhealed. Like, mm-hmm. you were still very much dealing with your trauma. I wasn't even in the beginning of my healing. Like, it started yeah. when I left. Yeah. It started when you left. Look mm-hmm. at that. And some people, like, never find that strength. Mm-mm. And that is definitely astounding. The fact that you were able to, with the little one and with your pride and all, you know what I mean? Like, because we have pride, mm-hmm. like we have ego. Like, who wants to say I'm going to stay with my mom going into my 30th birthday? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I was devastated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, to add insult to injury, um, for my 30th birthday, we were supposed to go to Jamaica. You and, and him. And I was like, um, he, he had booked the hotel and... The last straw, like what led to that last big argument was I'm like, why haven't you bought our, our flights yet? Mm-hmm. Like, this is my 30th birthday. It's three weeks before this trip. Why haven't you bought our flights? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Girl, I was moving into my apartment. Halloween is when I got the keys to my apartment to move in. Mm-hmm. He was in Jamaica. <gasps> he went on my birthday trip. And I later found out with another woman. I was just about to ask, mm-hmm. like with someone with, else? With someone else. Wow. I was, dev- like, I was broken down. Like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm like, you picked that fight with me that caused me, like, you set this emotion, but it was the biggest blessing in disguise. Because yeah. I hurt. I hurt multiple times. Like, when I found out about his, his current girlfriend, which I have no issues with her now mm-hmm. by any means. In the beginning, it was rough and rocky mm-hmm. because two and a half years ago, me and him were trying to work things out. Wow. So we're in after the, everything. After everything, I'm like, this is the father of my child. Mm-hmm. I still had that love for him, and I still had hope. Yeah. Like he pursued me again, and he was like, you know, can we work on build, rebuilding our friendship? Because that's how we fell in love. Was we were best friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really want my family. I really want to make this work. Maybe me having my apartment, him having his own place to live. Maybe this is what we need. Mm-hmm. So I did try again, and he went to Disney for his other daughter's 10th birthday, took Mila. It was supposed to be a family thing. Okay. It wasn't. It was him, his other baby mom, and the girls. Oh, my God. So I find that out. I'm talking to Mila on FaceTime, and I'm like, where's the rest of your family? Oh, because of COVID, they all canceled. I was like, oh, and what were you going to tell me? So you just out here playing house. With my daughter. With my daughter and your other baby mom, who we could not, I could not stand her. Wow. Like, I wanted to beat her the fuck up. That would have killed me. How the fuck did you answer? I would have took a flight. I was about to. I would have took a flight. I was about to, but that's not the worst part. That was July of 2020. Mm -hmm. I'm like, he out here playing 
you think I'm a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. got me fucked up because we were being intimate. We were spending time. Father's Day had just passed. I had just bought him a, a watch for Father's Day. We, wow. we had a romantic weekend. He put brakes in my car for Mother's Day. Mm. Like, we... <laughs> We was young zooming it. We was Y'all doing was it together. We was, li, listen, we was back together or whatever. So I thought. Oh, no. And then fast forward to the end of July. That was like mid-July. End of July, going into August, my one of my best girlfriends mm-hmm. from back in the day, me and her reconnected from that incident. And that's one of my, my best friends now. Okay. So I'm like, the universe and God be knowing. Work, look, circle, like clockwork. She come right back around. Full circle. So she messages me random on Instagram fucking grand mm-hmm. and she was like ain't this your baby dad why what he do? he just came back from florida the day he landed back from florida we were supposed to sit and talk because i was trying to find out why y'all was playing family right right and we on was this just, trip and we was just i was just getting my bags up y'all right you was just all of my kitty cat Damn making part. it purr okay and now you're out with your other child's mother who you can't stand it. She's a bum, and she's this, and she's that. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, no, we need to talk. Right. So <laughs> I'm waiting for him to call me to come to my apartment so that we can talk, or for me to go to his house. My girlfriend, Rosa, shout out to her because she she threw a bomb at me. Shout out to Rosa. But she, it was the best bomb. So she sends me a picture. Is this ain't just your baby's at? She's at El Camino. Like, it was a hot summer day, so having margaritas and tacos. My wow. baby dad is there with, with his friends and his current girlfriend. Oh, my God. After coming back from playing house? Just came back from playing house with the baby mom. Oh, and then it's the new girlfriend. And then the new girlfriend he came back to. And he was being real funny with me. He was being real funny with me for weeks. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. What's going on? Damn. Because I was staying over. I was cooking seafood boils and shit. Like we Damn, was playing. you was doing it. I was like, I'm going to get my family back. That part. Like, yeah. what you want, babe? I want seafood. Went picked up the scallops. Everything. At three in the morning, too. Listen, I would have, listen. If I would have, I would have rode a skateboard to get this food for this man. <laughs> because I was just like, you know. Yeah, and that's okay. In like, And I, we laughing about it, but that's okay. We all fucking go through it. Listen, so. another man's going to be very thankful. And he going to want you to ride that skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> you better t- ride the skateboard. Listen, I'm going to ride something else. I ain't worried about no skateboard now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so things came full circle. And because of that incident... Like, I was devastated. I'm like, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You because was done after that again. That was it for me. Yeah. Because, again, my biggest thing is be transparent. Give me the choice right. to stick around for stuff or be like, no, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. You were, I later found out, like, almost a whole year later, I ended up reaching out to his other daughter's mother because something was just, like, in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And you know that intuition's nothing to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some stuff going on that my daughter was coming back with the new girlfriend and it was just like oh hell no wait so he was taking mila around the new girlfriend yes already? he moved the girl in for three months after i found i got that picture sent to me what wait was he at the other spot still at the other house no oh, no yeah by then he, had left. Right, yeah, yeah. he got a new house uh-huh and i was uh-huh. in my little apartment and girl it was like boom 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 i got the picture beginning of august Mila's third birthday was uh, in September, third or fourth birthday, her fourth, her fourth mm-hmm. birthday. Um, her fourth birthday was September, October, she was in the house. And I'm like, we had an agreement. I, I was being toxic. Yeah. Because I was overwhelmed with things. Yeah. I'm like, we had an agreement that we were going to meet whoever we were going to, our child around. I need to meet her. Uh-huh. And Wait, what was Mila saying? What was she? Was she was, doing? she was. She told me that you know she was living, staying over there or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, me and him were not getting along. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to keep going back. He changed Mila's daycare. Wait, what? He put her in a whole different. He was just doing shit, and it's like you already hurt me. What else do you want from me, yeah, sir? Yeah, listen, had your life spiraling out of what control. What else do you want? Like you already hurt me the best way that you possibly could. Now you want to keep doing shit to make things more difficult. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not. I don't want to communicate with you at all. And I put him on child support. Did you ever find out why? What, what was causing all of this? I don't know. You never I found don't, out. We we're just now getting into a, a good co-parenting 
a healthy co-parenting rhythm. It took Mm -hmm. us a long time to get here. Mm -hmm. Because, again, the problem with me and his father was that he doesn't like when I return energy. Okay. So he changed her daycare. COVID happened. So she was... She had already been enrolled in a daycare center. Once COVID hit, he was still working. I was furloughed. Okay. So it made sense for her to stay with me. She was two, three, year, three years old at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'ma just be a stay-at-home mom. Right. So that's what we did. I was there with Mina, and then I had to go back to work. I'm like, I'm going back to work. This is my start date. You know, we're gonna, are we gonna put her back in the old daycare? You know, blah blah blah. And um. I was like, on my days, since it's a remote job, I'm going to keep her home with me. But if you want to put her back in the old daycare, which is walking distance from his house, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's cool. Um, but on my days, I'm just going to have her and I'm not going to pay for daycare anymore. But if you if you want me to stay with her on your days too, that way you don't have to pay for daycare, that's fine. I work remote. Okay. No, I want to put her back in daycare. I said, that's your choice. I respect it. On your days, you're welcome to do that, but I'm not contributing financially to the daycare because I'm capable of staying with her home. Right. And it's not like she's in school where she's getting an education. Right. This, this was literally... like in the summer. Yeah. Oh, no, she was still little. She was a baby. Uh-huh. So it wasn't even pre-K. Like, right. Not, right. It was nothing. Daycare. It was daycare. Mm-hmm. It was literally a babysitter for right. us to work. Sorry, that was my thought. I misunderstood. So he ends up enrolling her in a daycare center that his best friend's ex-wife uh, was a director, assistant director to. Okay. So Mila was attending free of charge. Okay. And he was like, yeah, you got to, um, I'm enrolling her here. And I'm like, I didn't agree to that. I did right. not agree to that. You can't just make these decisions, especially if they're impacting me. He enrolled her. It was on Broad and some shit on the other side of Hunnam Park in the hood. Mm. And I yeah. was like, no, sir. Right. You live all the way up Tyson in the boulevard and you want to have our child going all the way down Broad and some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Did it make sense? Uh-huh. No sense. So I could tell off bat you're doing this intentionally. Right. There's no logic behind it. It's right. just like you're just trying to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I don't agree to that. For four months, I had to go and get a custody modification put in place so that he couldn't take like change her daycare. Wow. And I put him on child support because once I was going to enroll her in another daycare, he was late to everything. He, he wouldn't help with stuff when I needed it. There, there was a period where my car broke down and I had to invest all my savings into getting it fixed and I didn't have money for groceries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A week later, I'm like, hello, I told you I need them. You didn't tell me how much you needed. Wow. So I didn't get nothing. So I reached a breaking point. Once I found out about the girlfriend, a lot of people would be like, oh, you put them on child support for the wrong reasons. No, I wasn't bitter. I was seeing things clearly. Yeah. And I let him walk all over me for a long time and do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. And was I, I was financially struggling struggling yeah. while he while was he's living his best while life. While he's living his best life. Listen, I feel that. I feel that. And look, I don't for call me bitter, call me what you want. Like unless you're gonna pay these bills, who is? Because honestly, like, that's something that I feel like a lot of a lot of mothers struggle with. Sorry, you see I'm getting some tired. <laughs> My tongue is getting heavy. Um, you, it's something that a lot of mothers struggle with. Like, it's one thing to be bitter and to be toxic, and it's another thing to just really just start seeing things from a different perspective. Like, you want to be out here living your best life, shitting on me, doing whatever you want to make yourself happy. Meanwhile, I'm struggling with the kids. I'm struggling with my own issues, and you put me in this position. You done fulfilled your need, and you, excuse me, move on and feeling good about yourself and feeding your ego. Meanwhile, I can't get a chance to get a break to be out here to see my new man. Mm-hmm. Like, my new man want to see me soon and I can't. Yeah. Because I, I'm just looking busted and I'm feeling good or sucking my weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you out here living your best yeah. life. So, that's something that I feel like a lot of women can relate to. Like, and what I want to ask you, like, what is the difference in your perspective of, like, being a bitter baby mama responding bitter and, you know, just being a Big mom that's not playing that shit no more. Like, that's standing in her truth. I think that, for me personally, I had a lot of opportunities to behave like a bitter baby mom. Mm -hmm. Like, I easily could have contacted his new girlfriend. Right. Because I had to do research and find out who she was. Because you're around my child. Yeah. And I could have reached out to her and be like, bitch, he was sleeping with me. Yeah, yeah. I could have. That's a. stuff like that? How you doing stuff like that? But this is the thing. To a degree. Oh. To a degree. And no, but, and the reason why I say to a degree is because what are you doing it for? That's, that, like, the biggest question that you have to give to yourself to decipher whether something is you standing up for yourself and be like, I'm not dealing with this shit no more, 
or you being hurt and bitter and wanting to spite them kind of mm-hmm. is what are you doing it for? When I put them on child support, I'm like, what am I doing this for? And it was like, bitch, I need help. Right, I need money. Yeah. And I can't rely on you. You're not responsible. Mm-hmm. He used to pay the daycare late, her previous daycare. He would pay it late, and the late fee would go on to my week because we would rotate weeks on payment. Oh, so you still ended up helping with payments? I, well, no, because oh, you prior, it back in the... Before COVID, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. going to that daycare for like eight months. Oh, okay. And we were splitting the daycare payment. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he makes more money. Made. <laughs> Made. <laughs> Made more money than I did. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's like, why are we splitting this? The same way when I first moved into that house with him. We were splitting the bills down the middle, but you were making more money than me. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, you out here, first of all, what am I here for? Because you cheating on me, and you making me pay half the bills, bitch. That's what you was saying. You was helping him pay the bills. Come on, sis. You knew that. I didn't. He needed help paying the bills. I was a sugar mama. <laughs> sugar nana. <laughs> That part should be not. Hell no, I'm not proud of that. Well, wait. I got finessed. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I got fucking played. Well, wait, now that you say that, like, what a reason is uniform. So, um, have you ever been in the, I've been in a predicament where, um, someone tries to, like, spike me or antagonize me. So, now I gotta read the motherfucker the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be on my line tripping about no means, yeah, um, so my man. <laughs> so it comes to like being toxic more, but also setting the record straight. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to you don't want to keep them same patterns going. Mm-hmm. So I'm being toxic or bitter, or what am I being? See, where I'm at now is I don't even respond. Okay. Now, yeah, and my this is why I say my healing journey has been a, a long one because bitch, I was like. Oh, you want to play with me? I got something for that ass. No, if you buck. No. I, and I went full force. I called this other baby mama and I was like, boop, 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 boop. Girl, I know you don't like me. I don't like you either, bitch. But you need to know this tea. Yes. And That's we, toxic, right? That That's, was toxic. Was I that did bitter? that shit. I did that shit on purpose. But, matter of fact, I'm, I don't want to be one of the women that be like justifying my behaviors if they're not good. But I'm going to tell you this and you tell me if I was wrong. All right, let me listen. Because I still, I'm still working. Get ready on my for this because I, it's another bomb. I wish we, we need to get a little bomb. Boom. Oh yes, yes. We need one of them because for this episode we definitely do need a bomb. I'm dropping I bombs. Think we need three buttons. Three. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. It's definitely. Listen to this shit. Hold on, okay. let me take a swig of this wine. Mm. It should. I, I should have got honey. Mm-hmm. No, because they're not end up at his house door step ready to fight. Honey, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm leaving behind you in the car. Like, beep, 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 come outside. You remember Glow? I know you remember her. <laughs> that was my friend. He could. No, he's let probably. Me shut up. No, he, he, listen, everybody has toxic traits and bad patterns mm-hmm. in their life. Doesn't make them bad people, but their choices are bad. Their I agree choices with that. are bad. So he's probably not a bad person, but he's made bad choices. Yes. And, um,. I think that we have to understand that as heal people that are healing and on our, and on a journey, my tongue is heavy. We have to meet people where they're at, mm-hmm. and that is not always the easiest thing to do. No. So when you find yourself encountering old relationships, old people, new people, um, sometimes it is a struggle when you can see things from a certain perspective, and you want to like push that on to someone that mm-hmm. isn't ready to receive. Yep. Um, for me, that's a really hard struggle. Like, I struggle really bad with that because, no, but you got to see this. Like, you got to see what's going on. Like, you might think you got the one, man. It's not the one. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you're going to be going through what I'm yeah. going Like, and I just, not from a persuasive point of view. Like, I don't want to persuade you to make your own decisions. I don't want to, you know, beg you to stop, you know what I mean, doing whatever you think is best for your life. But... I just need you to see this from my mm-hmm. perspective. When people can't meet you where that's at, like that's when you have to choose to like stray away from that yep. type of energy because it's draining. Yeah, and it was it was exhausting. Yeah. Like it was like one thing after another. And for me, the last straw was, mind you, me and his, like I said, his other daughter's mother. I could not stand her. You said you called her though. Tell I called happened. her. So Mila had Mila. She was the best. She was potty trained since she was not even two years old. Like, she just wow. caught on the shit Yeah, fast. Nevaeh was fast, too. But I was like, Mila. Shout out Mila. I, yeah, she just, she just got it. Yeah. Like, that's all I could say. She's a straight-A honorable student now. Okay, she just be getting it. So, um, she was potty trained, and now she's fast-forward. She's four years old at this point. 
he had already been with his girlfriend for going on a year. Okay. I still hadn't met her. Still mm-hmm. hadn't had a conversation. He would he would do everything in his power to make sure me and her never cross paths. Guilty as fuck. He was still no, like, but she doesn't know. And I hope this go viral. It will. It will. It's going to manifest viral. that shit. <laughs> Jackie, I'm sorry to tell you, baby girl. <laughs> baby girl. Not and, name dropping. Yes, the fuck. Listen, I don't give a fuck. This is the glow up, the ring. <laughs> I don't hide nothing. Okay, tell me what happened. But um, I, Mila started wetting the bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm here like, this never happened before. Like, what is going on? Right. And it kept happening. So that was very strange for me. And I'm like, let me go take her to the doctors because I need to figure out what's happening. Scheduled okay. her an appointment. And um, I was still in contact with his other daughter. Mm-hmm. Me and her are still in contact to this day. She's going to be 13 now. Sansi is my baby. Wow. Mila's older sister. And I used to get her so that Mila and her could spend time. Um, so Mila's sister, um, she would come over to, to spend time with her. And we're talking. And I'm like, you know, how are you dealing with, you know, your, your dad's new girlfriend? Like, is everything okay in the house? How are you feeling about things? Because I'm very big on talk, expressing yourself, talking about your feelings. And she didn't have that outlet right. with her parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I was that outlet for her. We were mm-hmm. very close. Like, she would tell me everything. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, I don't like her or her grandkids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, grandkids? Okay. And I was like, this motherfucker. So, he claimed her grandchildren for child, on child support so he could get his payments lessened. Wow. And she allowed him to do that. Or maybe she maybe she didn't. I don't know. I have no proof of that, so I'm not going to speculate or Wait, make so up. did they really, like, lower the payments? No, because I was like, excuse me, <laughs> those are not his children. Like, he got two biological kids. He got two children with the last name Booker. I don't know who these other kids are. Not sure. Your Honor. And it wasn't even Your Honor. It was a mediator. I'm like, Your Honor. <laughs> I object. I object to these children. They're not his. What? So they were like, is this true? And he was like, they're my girlfriend. And I'm like, they're not even her kids. They're her grandkids, motherfucker. When I found that out, I was like, Right. So I was disgusted because Mm -hmm. I'm like, you think I'm doing this to to be spiteful and I'm not. We don't communicate. I can't come to you for financial support. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we... And I'm really going through it. Like. And the, the, at that time, the custody arrangement was 70-30. So I had her more. Yeah, right. Sir, you make more money than me. I have her more of the time. What are you doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, I take Mila to the doctors. Right. Because of this bed wedding. Okay. And... No, it was a couple of days before her appointment, and I had her sister come over. And she's talking to me. She tells me that those are the grandchildren and blah, blah, blah. And um, she overheard a conversation I was having on the phone with my mother. And I'm like, yeah, Mita's appointment is on this date, so I can figure out why she's still bedwetting. And Santi's like, I know why. And I'm like, you know why? And she was like... Well, I don't know why. She said, but I know that Mila wet the bed at my dad's house. My dad got really mad at her. And she was like, it's, I think it's because uh, the gummies... I said, what gubbies? His girlfriend, supposedly, because I don't know this for, to be facts. Okay. I just know what information was provided to me, was giving my daughter melatonin gummies. Wow. So I waited. I waited a couple of days, took her to her doctor's appointment, and I brought this up to the doctor. And I was like, look, she's been bedwetting, and I also was informed that she's been given melatonin gummies at her father's house. So I don't is know that a if, reason? Does that- yes. A side effect of an overdose of melatonin is bedwetting because the child is in such a deep sleep or their body is not waking up to be able to to fulfill the urge that they're doing it in their sleep. It's a side effect. So I... So it's true. So she was giving a fucking... I mean, I don't know because I call my daughter's father. No, I'm lying. They, they FaceTime whenever I have her. So she called him and I got on the phone mm-hmm. and he portrayed me to be this crazy unhinged woman. But any mother in my position would have reacted the same way. I said, I need to talk to you. Right. And he's like, about, I'm like, is your girlfriend giving our daughter melatonin gummies? Right. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, well, I was told that she's giving me melatonin gummies. I took her to the doctors. The doctor said that she's bedwetting and it might be a side effect of a melatonin overdose. That part. So I need to have a conversation with your little girlfriends. Okay. Because my daughter should not be given shit that's not prescribed to her. Right. And why is or she giving her anything? Yeah, why is she giving her anything? Ah, you're just trying to start shit. That is a legitimate reason for me to be concerned. Right, right. And then... And you ain't like you don't even fucking know. How about because that? Because you probably didn't. The shame. 
Niggas. This is an example. This is an example of why men are so irresponsible. Like You're bringing someone around, my child, yeah. and you don't know. And mind you, his older daughter confirmed that she would, she would give her grandchildren melatonin to put them to bed. So what if Mina picked it out. We went down the aisle because I was getting my probiotics and stuff. Mina pointed out the purple bottle. Melatonin. Melatonin. That's so she, at this she point, said she was getting that? She said, mommy, uh, that, that, I had that at daddy house. Wow. So I'm like. And it's not like she's like un- unaware. It's no. It's not like she don't know what's going on. No, this was a month after that. And I'm like, so this is just facts on facts. Like, proof Yo, on how proof. do you deal with that? I mean, this was a little, like this was almost, like a year and a half ago that all of that happened. And then some other shit happened that I withheld her for nine months from him. Because it was just getting out of pocket and he would not communicate with me when I would try to bring concerns He'd be like you're fucking crazy. I'm not though mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you want to put this to rest and I asked him can me you and your girlfriend sit and talk? Yeah, like why not? He would not why because he's like, you're crazy You might try to fight her and I'm like I want to talk I'm trying to find out whether this is true or not. Yeah, I'm trying to have a conversation like an adult to get to the, the bottom of this because I'm concerned So it's reaching out to her Going against your healing journey. And this part, yes, because it's going to be counterproductive. Especially because he says you're crazy already. He, he, I am labeled the craziest person. And let me tell you something. I am a little bit crazy, That's but in fine. a good way. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that I'm going to, like, I'm going to, first of all, I don't want you. Yeah. I do not. You so could, do you think that's what he thinks? Yeah. He's a narcissist, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he think everybody want him. He used to tell me, like, you know how many girls your friends want me? And I said, who? Name names. Drop. Drop them. What? Because I'm like, sir, you are not all that. Like, come on now. Come on. And even if you were, like, the fact that you even feel like you have to say that, like, who are you trying to convince, me or you? I would be like, first of all, do they know you broke? (laughs) Do they know? You talk about you want this to go viral, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Slippy teeth. Let I'm gonna I'm gonna sip more. this wine. Let me let me pour myself some more. That's because the tea but, is given. But, the wine is given. You know, all of that transpired, and now I'm in such a, a healthy space where things don't bother me. And he is now co-parenting effectively. He's communicating with me like I've been asking him to. Like there were just things that is like you're making me feel like I'm being a, a difficult baby mom. But I love my child mm-hmm. unconditionally, and I love her sister unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And me and his other daughter's mother. That is my. That's my bitch. Really? Shout out to Jessica. That is my how, bitch. Um, how did that happen? That conversation that I had. I'm like, look, I'm concerned. After I found out about the melatonin. I said, this was brought to my attention. I'm very concerned. And she started spilling beans about stuff that, mind you, Santi at this time is 10 years old. She's well aware of what is okay and what is not. Right. And she was just spilling the beans about what was transpiring in that household that brought means for concern. Wow. Then a few, like a month after that, I get a call from CPS because he, I'm not even going to get into all that. He did some shit to his other daughter, and CPS got made aware of it because her mother filed a report, and he accused us of conspiring against him. What? We were conspiring against him. We were bitter because he had a new girlfriend. Oh, so, we so the first baby mom want him too? Yeah, we all do. Oh. We all want him. Okay. Because he swear he's fucking Jaden Hurts or somebody. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness, you don't, sir. Come on now. I'm sorry, that's a lot. Don't be like now. I look back, and the only thing that I carry heavy on my heart is the fact that I have proof that I ever was involved with this man. Really, me love you walking around. I'm like, you annoying. I love that. you so much, but why I got proof that I ever that's had that. relations with that man? Well, you know, like getting back, getting back into it, like, um, on the more like serious note like as a mom do you think or how do you think it affects like Mila like how those experiences and um, all of the things that you've been through like we don't think that they like pay attention or they notice but like she's been through it all Mm -hmm. with you and like those are some of my struggles like with Nevaeh I have two girls Mm -hmm. And sometimes we as women, as mothers, like we deal with a lot of shit. We hold on to a lot of shit because we don't, we want to be the bigger person and we don't want to put our kids through it. We don't want to be bitter. We don't, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but 
you have to be stuck between a rock and a hard place when you are literally like trying to figure out what's the best thing to do for them and if they'll resent you for decisions mm-hmm. that you've made, right? Yeah. So like how do you deal with that and how do you think that it affects like your 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 child? Um I I mentioned this earlier. Like my biggest thing with Mila is I do try to be age appropriately transparent. Mm-hmm. Like she brought up why can't you and my dad get married and I'm like, look me I love daddy very much, and I always will because he gave me you. Mm-hmm. But me and daddy, you know, we, we don't work together. Okay. I said he works well with Jackie, and I'm very happy that he found Jackie. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him, like, we're always going to be family, whether he wants to admit that or not. We have a three share a child. We're family, sir. Right. Um, and my only concern is my daughter. I have no concerns for what he has going on with him and his girl. Mm-hmm. I have no concerns for what's happened in the past because I took the time to heal from it. Right. I don't hold any animosity. Yeah. You know, everything that I do, I do it for my daughter. That's And, you know, now that he gets her more often and I have time for myself to kind of like, you know, just refresh, have a refresher and mm-hmm. just have time to myself so when I get my daughter back, I'm 100%. Yeah. I'm like excited to get her back because I'm ready to do the mom things with her yeah, and be yeah. on mommy mode and... Mm-hmm. I have a good balance. Yeah. Like, where I have a social life, the weekends that I don't have her, I'll go out for brunch with my girlfriends. I'll go out for drinks. I'm going to Puerto Rico next month with all my girlfriends. Okay. I, I'm, I'm living a well-balanced life that I is allowing that me to have my identity back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. outside of motherhood, outside of being somebody's girlfriend. Like, I, I had something... Uh, my own identity. Yeah, you've gotten back to you. I'm not just Mila's mom. Right. I'm not just you know Brooks' that. baby mom. Yeah. I am me, and I, I've never been happier. I love that. I I've love that. never been happier, and I know that there are a lot of women that deal with toxic baby dads or narcissistic men, and that term gets thrown around way too much for my liking. Mm-hmm. You will not know you dealt with a narcissist until you feel completely destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Like from the, I had a rebuild from the ground up. And you did it, like, like thinking back on our episode, like, it's like, the shit that you've unpacked here today, like... It's a lot, and there's a whole lot more, but... It's a lot. I'm, I'm in a good space. Like, I went against a lot of odds. Like, I'm a homeowner. Okay. I purchased a house by myself. Do that. In the midst of a pandemic. Love you that. You know, and my daughter goes on yearly vacations. Mm-hmm. And she has everything she wants and she needs. Her nails be done, her hair be done. And Mila is, a, like I said, a straight-A student. Mm-hmm. So my pride doesn't come from the fact that I'm a single mom that's a homeowner, even though I am very proud of that. Because that's, that's a very hard... Y'all rude! <laughs> that's a hard thing that a lot of women don't get. Like, that's something. That's a milestone that not many women reach. Right, right. Alone. Alone. At that, in this... And the fact that Mila was not impacted by my suffering and by the things that her father put me through, it's a blessing. She's a straight A student. She's like she. If she were here, like you'd be like, oh my god, she's so well mannered. She's so well spoken. You know, she just she's not showing any signs of being impacted by what I've been through. Wow. And that. Is my biggest gift out mm-hmm. of everything that I've I've received. That's a reflection of you, actually. I I don't like to take all of the credit because okay. ultimately, um, you know what? No, fuck that. I I, I do have to. That's because, what I'm saying. No, like, I, I wanted to hear what you were gonna say. I tried to be humble, but the fact of the matter is, I've I've fought so hard to make things about my daughter, even with my with her father, like. We would get into disagreements. I'm like, I'm worried about our daughter. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have to co-parent for our daughter. Right. We have to do these things for our daughter. Right, right. She's priority number one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he gave me such a hard time with that. Like, I would try to, you know, it's a 40-degree 40 day. It's cold outside. I'm picking her up from school on his day doing him a favor because it was his birthday, which is co-parenting. You have plans... I got you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got your back. Right. I'm going to cancel whatever I got going on. And I'm going to do my motherly duties. Because right. I want you to enjoy your birthday. But would you do the same? I don't know. I mean, 
he's never said no to me when I've asked. I don't ask very often because I have such a village mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that there's no need for me to really go to him. Okay. But when I have asked, yes, 100%. Okay. And I'm always going to give him credit when credit when is due. due. Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm going to be a well-versed person. I'm going to speak on the shit that he's done negative, but I'm going to give him props for the positive as well. And that's t- that speaks volumes of you. Like, that's, that shows your character. Yeah. And, you know, he might have fucked up a lot in the relationship, but Mila loves her dad. Mm-hmm. She loves her daddy, and I don't ever speak ill on him in front of her. Right. I'll use my, I utilize the time that I don't have her. Not anymore, but previously when I was still healing, mm-hmm. I utilized that time without her to let it out. Right. To right. cry, to talk shit, whatever I needed to do. Yeah. To scream, I did it when she was not present. Right, right. So she has no idea of whatever I've ways. endured with her father. Wow. I hide that from her because I don't ever want to taint. She's a daddy's girl. She is obsessed with her father. Mm-hmm. And I listen to them speak, and it warms my heart knowing that he, she loves him so much. Yeah, that's nice. You know, so despite what he's put me through, that's what brings my heart joy. As long as you good to my baby, mm-hmm. everything else you've done to me, I can bury it. Yeah, right. Because at the end of the day, it helped. I, and it's funny that I use the term bury it. I could bury it because I planted them seeds from the pain that you put me through. And, bitch, I got a whole motherfucking rose bush. You got a garden. Okay. It's a garden. So... You know, there, the balance was very, very, very important for me and finding myself and letting go of the things that he did wrong and yeah. letting go of the things that I did wrong because mm-hmm. it wasn't all him. Mm-hmm. And my daughter is not feeling that, like, I got the umbrella on her and I'm getting the rain. Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. That honestly is a beautiful... Um, it's nice to hear that perspective because um I can be um, I'll be transparent and say that I have had experiences where I feel like I haven't had the ability or the leisure to mask what I'm going through mm-hmm. or what I'm feeling um and project it onto my daughters to the point that there's been times that she's like no you don't be mean to my dad like mm-hmm. and I struggle with that because um then I become the the aggressor in my daughter's eyes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, it is really important to always remember that they're watching mm-hmm. and that we, no matter what we say and no matter what we feel, they're always going to have their own um, interpretation of what mm-hmm. is going on. And that's why I actually, like, you think balance is real, like, mm-hmm. but... From what I can hear, like, you've done a really good job of um, creating that balance, not only for yourself, but for her, like, as a mother, as a person, like, um, now, for someone who is struggling with that, like myself, like how I said, like, there's times that I can't help but express how I feel, or, like, we're bickering or arguing, and she's like, just stop fighting, Mm -hmm. like, that's, like, difficult, like, and, you know, in those moments, like, um... I try to take the high road and I try to just think of it's just about Nevaeh, like or it's just about Alina. Well, right now it's only Nevaeh, but you know, at four years old, like I feel like she's already witnessed a lot of things, like, and I'm hard on myself about it. Like I'm really hard on myself about it. Um, I I think you have to give yourself grace because one thing that I will say, like you know, you would come to me when I would have my story time and I would talk about certain topics or like when I would you know talk about certain things that I've been through without specifying that it was my daughter's father but you like you knew some women women know Mm -hmm. and you've come a long way yeah thank you you know you've come a very long way and one thing that i'm really adamant about that i wish more women did was like not even women people in general the biggest way that you can help others while helping yourself is by being honest about the things that you go through Mm -hmm. social media and the way the world is functioning at the moment is like everybody wants to give this picture perfect life. A facade. Like, I'm, I'm, my teeth are fake, my titties are fake, my ass are fake. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you fake because you're not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not talking about the hardships that you're going through because you want everyone to think mm-hmm. your life is a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't right. want to be perfect. Right. Bitch, I'm a chunky single mother. You know, I got some flaws within me. I curse like a fucking sailor. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very honest. And I've made so many deep connections. Us being, me sitting here yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is on the strength of me being honest about what I've been through. Right, right. I've given so many women advice on how to push through postpartum, a man cheating on them, dealing with a narcissistic man, 
you know, dealing with little pickles, dealing with, <laughs> dealing with, you know, we could not leave you, that out. Listen, shout out to. <laughs> Don't. She, no, go ahead, do it. I no, 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 no. No, but it's like women don't talk about this stuff. Right. Like they right. wanna act like, and it's like it's a lot a of the stuff. It's, it's a facade. It's an it's act, fake. and a lot of it is like stuff that don't even make sense. You wanna seem like such a good girl, but but a freak. Okay. You wanna seem like you know, oh, I'm not you know uh, a superficial woman, but you only date men with money and that'll pay your bills. You wanna act like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like the be biggest, honest, keep it a be honest. I'm looking for a nigga that's gonna pay my bills. They got that schlong, right? <laughs> like you know, be like be transparent about everything. Like I lay everything on the line. Like I let guys know. Like you think I'm funny and all that shit, but I'm a little crazy. Look, be a part. Okay, but you're never gonna be bored with me, right? Because you don't know which version you're gonna get. Look, <laughs> I might be Tina today. You don't know what you get, but you know. Just be yourself. Right. Like the reason why people are getting so frustrated in today's climate, dating climate, is because you're dating fucking avatars of people. Mm-hmm. They're gonna put on this little mask and act like they're this way, and then you get to know them, and you're like, "Who's who are you?" Cut. Listen, the tea was teeing, but we're gonna stop there. Part two coming out next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to Nana for being a guest on the Glow Up. As always, Glow Gang, peace and love. Catch y'all next week.